Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries. My husband, Apostle Herbie, is joining us on today. And today we are going to talk about they that thirst. Yes, that is correct. They that thirst. We're going to be starting out looking at Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6. And it deals with the Sermon on the Mountain, um, dealing with the beatitudes. And we're also going to break down exactly what the terminology beatitudes means. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6, and it reads, Blessed, joyful, nourished by God's goodness are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Those who are actively seek right standing with God, for they will be completely satisfied. We have come to tell you on today that we must thirst for righteousness. There has to be such a hunger in our spiritual lives for that intimacy with God, for that connection, that oneness with God, that we thirst and hunger after him. We need to understand that it's going to take more in this season than it ever has. Things have shifted. There's been a spiritual shift that's taken place. And when I tell you that there has been a separation of wheat and tares, there's been a separation of those who are talking the talk but not walking the walk. And we're going to just deal with it on today that we have to be a part of those people the ones that we're talking about today, they that thirst. And what are we thirsting for? We're hungry and we're thirsting. Thirsting for what? Righteousness. The word beautitude comes from the Latin beautitudo, tuto, meaning blessedness. The phrase blessed are in each beautitude implies a current state of happiness or well-being. The expression held a powerful meaning of divine joy and perfect happiness. And it still holds that meaning on today, men and women. Hear us really well today. I'm going to turn this part over to Apostle Herbie. The cure for anxiety, stop worrying. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 says, but first and most importantly seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his ways of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. Again, that's, that's it in um, Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. I want to read this also in the King James Version, and then we're going to touch on it and move forward. Matthew 6 and 33, and it reads, and it's in the King James, this one. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We need to understand in this hour and in this season that we must seek God. No matter what we're going through, no matter what it may look like, no matter what we may feel like, 
no matter of the chaos that's going on in the world around us, we've got to stay seeking after the will of God. This is very important because in order for us to be a part of they that thirst for the righteousness and they also hunger for him. Remember those who hunger and thirst for righteousness according to Matthew 5 and 6. So in order for us to be hungry for the things of God, to thirst after the things of God, then guess what? We have to understand Matthew 6 and 33 that we've got to seek the kingdom first. And when we seek his kingdom, we must seek all of his righteousness, not just part of it. We cannot pick and choose what we want to accept and what we want to reject in the word of God. But we've got to seek all of it. And then all these things, according to the word of God, shall be given unto you. What does that mean? Everything that we're in need of, everything that we may be lacking in this moment, everything that we're having to endure in this moment, everything that's going on through while we walk out this process towards our purpose in God. Huh. In this season, we've got to understand that the most important thing is at every day, at all times, we must seek the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And then these things will be added unto you. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 5 and verse 20. And this deals with the disciples and the world. And how Jesus fulfills the Old Testament scriptures. And it says, For I say to you that unless your righteousness, your uprightness and moral essence is more than of the scribes and the Pharisees. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. In other words, guess what? We've got to walk in righteousness. And when we walk in righteousness, men and women, there must be a character like our father. We must mimic him. We must look to be like him. We must look to sound like him. We must look to speak like him. But more importantly, we must look to live like him in every area of our lives. That's where the uprightness comes from. That's where that moral essence comes from. Because if not, we're no better than the scribes and the Pharisees, my Lord. Dressing up the outer appearance, but the inside is tore up. Uh, studying, but not really being connected to the things of God and the word of God. Today, I said something to someone and I told them as I was speaking, I said, you know what? There's a difference in this season and being connected, people being connected to you and people being in covenant with you. That's a whole nother sermon. This next one, I'll go ahead and read this apostle, if you don't mind. And then the next one, you can jump in. We tag like this. The nations chose idols, but the Lord chose Israel. According to Isaiah, chapter 41, verses 17 to 19. And it reads, the poor and the needy are seeking water. But there is none. Their tongues are parched with thirst. 
and I, the Lord, will answer them myself. I, the God of Israel, will not neglect them. Listen to us very clearly today. There are a people that are not inside of the church buildings. They're in the highways and hedges. There are a people. There are prodigals. There are unchurched people. Oh my God. There are people that are hungry, that are thirsty. Just like it says in Isaiah 47, 41, excuse me, 41 and 17. That there are people who are seeking water. They're looking for those poor and needy people that are seeking that water. They're looking for the fountain that the Samaritan woman found sitting on the wheel. Uh, she found the well sitting on the wheel. And she was able to receive the life-giving, transforming water that she would never thirst again. So ask yourselves today, men and women, who is it that's seeking water but they can't find any because your well is dry? Who is it whose tongues are parched with thirst but you have no living water because your well is dry? But we've come to tell you that I, the Lord, will answer them myself. I, the God of Israel, will not neglect them. Verse 18 says, I will open rivers on the barren heights and springs in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a reed pool of water and the dry land springs of water. Listen, it doesn't, it does not matter what it looks like. I know it's hard. I know sometimes you want to throw in the towel. Sometimes you want to throw up your hands. Sometimes you feel as though you can't go on. But we've come to tell you that we serve a God who opens up rivers on barren heights. Who opens up springs in the midst of the valleys. He also said, I will make the wilderness a reed pool of water. Ah. And the dry land springs of water, my God. That means in the desert, he can bring out, he can, he can bring water in the drought. Huh? In the valley, he can send the water. Huh? In the desolate places in your life, he can send the water, my God. The springs of water, the reed pools. Huh? My God, in the midst of the valley and in the barren heights. Verse 19 says, I will put the cedar in the wilderness. Huh? The acacia, the myrtle and the olive tree. I will place the juniper in the desert together with the box tree in the cypress. Hear me on today and understand the Lord is letting us know that no matter what it may look like, no matter what we're having to go through, what we're enduring in this season, guess what? God is a God who sees and knows and who will bring forth in his due season. Don't worry about what we're going through. But look at where he's taking us to. My God. My God help me Jesus. Uh, we talk about. When we look at. Uh, Isaiah chapter 41. Verses 17 to 19. It talks about the poor and the homeless. That are desperate for water. Their tongues being parched. The prodigals. Uh, but water can be found. In this place. The Lord is there and he's there to be found. He's saying 
He is the God of Israel and he will not leave them or you and I thirsty. He begins to tell us that he will open up the rivers uh, for them on the barren hills, my God. The spouts of fountains in the valleys. He began to say, I'll turn the baked clay, clay badlands into a cool pool. My God, into an oasis, y'all. Somebody better catch that. My God. The waterless waste into splashing creeks. My God. Look at what God can do. Look at all that our God can do. He began to tell us that he'll plant the red cedar and the treeless wasteland. My God. He'll put the acacia, the myrtle, and the olive. Huh? He'll place the cypress in the desert with plenty of oaks and pines. My God. Everyone will see this and no one can miss it. It's unavoidable. It's indisputable. But guess what? It's evidence. It's, it's evidence that I, God, personally did this and I created it and I signed it by the holy, holy of Israel. My God, help us, Jesus. Who couldn't serve a God like this? Apostle Herbie. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 1. It deals with the salvation for all people, rewards for obedience to God. And it reads, everyone who thirsts come to the water, and you who have no money, come, buy grain and eat, come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost, simply accept it as a gift from God, as Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 1. Listen, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, come to the water, said the Lord thy God, and drink. And even those who have no money, come. Buy grain and eat. Come. Buy wine and milk without money and without cost. He simply says to simply accept it as a gift from God. Why? Because everything we need is in him. Our salvation for all people. Why? Why does God do such a thing for his people. Why? Because the reward for obedience to God is this. That he will supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. When we look at the word righteousness in the strong concordance, the Hebrew word, it begins to say righteousness in the Bible. It is used to mean justice and righteousness. Righteousness in government of a judge, a ruler, or a king, or even King Messiah. Righteousness of God's attributes. Righteousness in a case or cause. Righteousness and truthfulness. Righteousness as ethically right. Righteousness as vindicated. Justification. Salvation. Righteous acts. Men and women hear us today. Righteousness. We must have righteousness in order to see God. In this season, God is not looking for us 
to follow those who are not living by the word of God. He's not looking for us to follow those. He's looking for us to pray for them, even in government offices, wherever they may be throughout the land, throughout the world. When we see the wickedness, because the word of God tells us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So do not get weary in this season. When you begin to see how God has stripped man naked before all to see their sins, their nakedness. My God, every skeleton in the closet, nothing's hidden. But what are we to do? Pray for them and still look up. Even now, we've got to continue to look up. Look to God. Look to God. And to know that in him is our all in all. No one but God can bring us out in this season. In every season of our life, no matter what we're going through, the doorway is God. And in order to get to the Father, we must pass through the Son. Ah, help me, Lord. One who is hungry and thirsting after righteousness is one that's pulled toward the door, the pathway of a consecrated life. Hear me well. In order to thirst after him, after the word, after the righteousness, to hunger for him, we have to have a life that's sold out and consecrated to him. He pays attention to the revelation of holiness and that person pursues it. Who is he? We are the he. We, we pay attention to, revelation, to the revelation of holiness and we pursue it, y'all. This is a season to be in pursuance of God. Why? Because Jesus is the door. He is the way and the revelation of holiness. Some other attributes here that Apostle and I want to share with you. Do you long? You long for God. They are desperate to know the truth. They long, they long to do what is right. They pursue justice. We're talking about those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. The attributes. They are one who is independent and self-sufficient in God. One who has a relationship with God. One who is in agreement with God. One who is not prideful. Uh, one who does not, who does what is right in the eyesight of God. My God. Pursue justice in all things and righteousness. We must long to do what's right. We must be desperate to know him and his truth. And we have to long for God. 
On today, Apostle and I want to say to you all to be encouraged. Be encouraged and well doing. Don't get weary. Don't get weary. Be those people that hunger and thirst after righteousness in every area of your lives. We pray that this message has blessed you all on today. And we pray that you all will go away thinking, God, am I a part of they or those that thirst after the righteousness? Am I one of those that's hungry for you, God? Lord, am I doing everything you call for me to do? Lord, am I being a weapon, a vessel to be used by you, to draw others to know you? to desire to know you intimately. Does my life reflect you? Ponder on that today. And just converse with God. Prayer is just talking to the Lord. It doesn't have to be all long and drawn out. It doesn't have to be a certain way that you articulate. All you have to do is open up your mouth and just pour out to God. In sincerity, open up your heart. Let him in. Apostle, is there anything else you want to add? We thank you all for joining us on today. And again, I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries, as well as Apostolic Overseer and Founders with my husband, Apostle Herbie of OSGA, which is One Sound Global Alliance Apostolic Network. And we are the Apostolic Overseers. We thank you all. We pray that you all have been blessed today. Until next week, you have a wonderful day and God bless you.